Welcome to the High Tech Freedom Podcast. This is a podcast where we bring successful tech sales professionals, thought leaders, and entrepreneurs to share best practices, insights, and lessons learned with other tech sales professionals. As a sales professional, the more we learn, the more we earn. Once we earn it, how can we put those hard-earned commission dollars back to work to build additional income streams that will create the freedom we are all working to achieve? I'm your host, Chris Freeman. I'm a high-tech sales leader, real estate investor, and lifetime learner. All right. Well, welcome, Nate, to the High Tech Freedom Podcast. How are you doing today? I'm great. Yeah. Thanks for having me. I'm excited to be here. Yeah, likewise. And uh, we're actually doing a, a podcast swap. I was on your podcast. I don't think it's out yet, but we met, I guess, just a week ago. Yeah, absolutely. And so now yeah. it's awesome opportunity to have you jump onto mine. So Nate, just in terms of the podcast, uh, why don't you share uh, what what is your podcast about? Sure. Yeah. My podcast is called Championship Leadership and been doing it for almost five years now. And and that's just a, it's, it's an opportunity for me to interview other leaders throughout the world, really, from all across the world, different industries, you know, sports, military, you name it, authors, Olympians, uh, to business owners, to entrepreneurs, to sales professionals, really all walks of life. And, and just to, to uh, hear their stories about what they think see leadership is and people that have influenced them and, and uh, to learn from, you know, their experiences and maybe difficult times and and how they found them way, their way through those times. And, and uh, yeah, so that's kind of my podcast is all about to just learn from others in all different areas of life. Five years, man, that's a lot of, uh, <laughs> a lot of guest interviews. I imagine you've had some pretty incredible people. Yeah, we've had some, some amazing guests and you know, they're all, they're all great in their own way. Right. So, yeah. Well, you know, and that's the thing with leadership is, you know, there's no like one perfect right way. This is how you have to do it. And so that's why it's such an interesting uh, topic to hear how you know, people have become successful and been impactful in, in their own way. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, you know, I think it's natural for us to want to seek out others that have maybe been on a similar path or maybe in a similar journey and, and to learn from them. And, you know, as a coach, I mean, that's, that's a lot of what I do is right. Help people to maybe navigate the place that they want to go and help them to get there a little faster than they would on their own. Right. You know, the, the greatest sports people in the world, they're doing the same thing and we can do that from podcasts. Right. I mean, there's just a, there's probably too much information out there nowadays to the point where sometimes it kind of, you get paralyzed because you don't, there's so much, you don't know where to start or, or where to go. So you don't. But yeah, podcasts, I think that's the power in, in podcasting is to to help you, you know, for free to navigate some things and to learn from others' mistakes or to learn from others' successes to help you to get to that same place. Yeah, it is a funny point. I uh, Sometimes my biggest challenge in the morning when I'm walking the dog is, all right, well, I go to what's new today in my podcast stream and there's yeah. so many to choose from. I can only, I only have time for like two. <laughs> totally. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Well, um, Nate, why don't you just uh, share just a little bit about your your background, um, just a level set for the audience? Yeah, you bet. Um, I was just talking on a podcast right before this, so I'll, I'll start here. I haven't really ever started here, but you know, my dad left me before I remember having a dad. Right, like just the memories weren't there because it was such a young age, and and uh, I have a stepfather that's been a part of my life for 
for most of it came into my life around five or yeah, right around five years old. And so I've always kind of discredited the importance of, or the impact that maybe that's had on me, right? Because he's never been a part of my life. So I've never, I was just like, I don't know. It's just kind of like normal that I haven't, you know, I've never really attributed much to that. But as I look, right, because since then, I've, I, I love to speak. I love to lead others. I, you know, I've always gravitated towards leadership positions, whether that was in, in sports or playing college athletics or being an entrepreneur and a business owner, um, have a teaching degree, right? Taught, you know, coached high school and college athletics a couple of different times. But then, and then, you know, conversations have come up in the near, in recently where, you know, I think, uh, I could, I should probably thank my dad for, for leaving me because I think it, it feels like, you know, some, I've, some people have made the comment that, oh, you're kind of like that, that father for other people, other leaders, other business owners that, you know, you never had. Right. And I've never really thought about it that way. So now I'm a coach today and I help other leaders and, and maybe that's, you know, maybe that's, that's why, because I didn't have that necessary in my life. So it's, it was important to me to be able to be that for other, other men and women that I work with. Yeah, no, that's fascinating. Well, let's talk a little bit about uh, leadership. So you spent a lot of time thinking about it, talking about it, coaching around leadership. I mean, for you, what, I mean, what is what does leadership mean to you? Yeah, I, I asked the question. You, you had the opportunity to answer it right yourself. What is championship leadership to me? Because I don't want to just be a leader. I want to be a championship leader. And and what is that? And you know, I think a big part of leadership is the ability to pull more, more out of others together collectively as a team than they would themselves as an individual if you weren't a part of their life. Like I think that's the biggest piece to leadership for me. But then the other one that I like to talk a lot about too is, you know, um just, you know, kind of Jocko Willings, right? Where he's extreme ownership of, mm -hmm. you know, as a leader, it can be a lonely place and and uh you you're carrying a lot of weight on your shoulders and you do it voluntarily knowing that that's just a part of being a leader but yeah when when things are going well i think the great the championship leaders are, are willing to pass on that success and those accolades to those that help them to get that success as a as a team or an organization and when things aren't going super well you know they take 100 responsibility or ownership again going back to jocko of you know hey it stops and starts with me as the leader and taking full responsibility, no matter, you know, what it is that happened that, that would have caused that failure or, or setback or, or loss, you know, if we're talking sports, whatever it is. So, yeah, those are kind of the main key characteristics that I really touch on. I think when I'm trying to define what leadership is. Yeah. Well, you know, and, and a couple of things you said right there about extreme ownership, right. And hundred percent responsibility, you don't necessarily have to be leading people to have that mindset. Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah, for sure. And so, and I think about some of my, uh, some of my listeners, right. You're a sales rep, you're just an individual contributor and you might be thinking to yourself, well, you know, I'm not leading anybody. Why does this leadership thing matter to me? Yeah. You know, what would you say to that? <laughs> well, typically when I'm out, when I'm in front of a group and I'm doing a talk, um, I'll ask people to raise their hand if they're a leader. And I think, that everybody in the room should have their hand and typically not everyone does maybe some people just don't want to raise their hand and play along or but some people I, I really don't believe see themselves as a leader and you know, we are all leaders whether we like it or not i mean i just i truly believe that and uh leadership isn't just a title 
or a position, right? We're all leaders and we got to lead ourselves first before we can go out and lead others. And there's always people watching us. If you're a parent, like you're a leader for sure. If you're a spouse, you're definitely a leader, like, you know, in your community, again, people are, are watching more what you do than what you say, and also looking to see if what you do aligns with what it is that you say. And uh, all of that is is leadership. And and to be successful, if like if you're not an, in a leadership position or it's just you out on an island, you know, it's just as important for you to be a great leader every single day as it would be for the, the leader that's, you know, running or in responsible for hundreds or thousands of people, right? Because how you lead yourself through daily routines, habits, and rituals is going to reflect who you are and the success that you have in whatever role that you are in. And we always have the opportunity to to be an example. And what example are you being? Because you're being one no matter what, right? Like it's you're either being a great example of what to do and how to help and how to serve, or you know, potentially you're not being a great example. You're being a poor example of what not to do. And yeah. I mean, ask yourself the question, which one do you want to be? Yeah. Well, you know, on the topic of being an, an example, even if you're just uh, an individual contributor, uh, maybe you're a sales engineer, there's still people that you're influencing that you're working with in any any given project, any g- given sales campaign. Maybe you're a product manager, product engineer. You're influencing people. Yeah. And part of influencing people is is leadership. And some of that is doing it by example and, you know, maybe putting yourself out in front to, to kind of lead by example as a way to, to influence and impact. Yeah, 100%. Definitely, absolutely uh, agree with that. And again, you know, there's whether it's just like the rest of the team kind of watching to see how you operate, because a lot of times, what do we do? We're, we're looking for ways to, for the level that we need to perform to. And, and, and if the level is down here, then oftentimes a lot of people are going to match that. And so you have, we all have the opportunity to help to raise that level. If you want to raise the level of your team, then you could raise the level of your performance and, and, and the example that you uh, put out on a daily basis to everyone else. And um, a lot of times it just goes unspoken, but you'll notice it, right? You'll, you'll notice it because not everyone's going to come up to you and, and, and tell you that, Hey, I really, you really inspire me in, in how you lead yourself on a daily basis. And because of that, like it's inspired me to do the same. A lot of times people won't ever give you that verbal feedback. They'll just kind of fall in step. Right. Um, and so, yeah, we, it's nice to get the feedback, but you, you don't always get it. And as a leader, it's not something that we need uh, to do our job at the highest level, right? The great leaders, the championship leaders are going to do that no matter what. Before we jump into the topic, I wanted to let you know that we just launched a monthly drawing for one of our insulated high-tech freedom tumblers. Now, I've been sending these out as a thank you gift to each of our guests, and the response has been great. You know, everyone has a full-size coffee cup, a Yeti, or whatever brand that they might use, but not everybody has the small tumbler that you can put your wine or beverage of choice in. And they're great for the deck, beach, camping, or just, you know, just keeping your drink warm or cold. Now, I'm not selling these, but I am excited about them. So we decided to offer these up to the loyal podcast listeners by doing a monthly drawing. So if you're interested, go to hightechfreedom.com forward slash mug, that's M-U-G, 
and you'll see a picture of the tumbler and you can enter. We'll just collect your name, phone number, and email. And if you do win, we'll then follow up and ask for your mailing address so we know where to send it. If you don't win, your name stays in so you don't need to re-enter. So Nate, was your first experience at leadership, was that um, being in the Army National Guard and, and leading a team? Uh, no, I mean, no, not really. Again, I think it, it started, you know, in, in high school uh, or on the playground as, as a little kid, like always kind of standing up for other, other kids or, you know, as a captain of my sports teams in high school that had the opportunity to become a leader. And I was a big sports kid, right? So obviously I would, I was looking and watching and I don't know that I was necessarily aware of it at the time, but you know, the great coaches of my era as a, as a kid growing up, I would always pay attention to them. I would read some of their stories or their books and, and, uh, was always, you know, as I look back interested in great leaders and, and how they led and how they won and how they got teams to, you know, people from all backgrounds and and experiences and and places throughout the world or the country to come together and and to be successful but in the military you know being deployed as a a second first lieutenant a commissioned officer in the army um yeah i mean that's that was uh some pretty good on the job training to really hone in and and find out who i was and what my style was as a leader uh, you know, being deployed for 15 months, being responsible for 42 men, thousands of miles away from home. Um, yeah, it was an incredible opportunity to grow as a leader. So I would say that time frame was really significant in developing who I am as a leader and, and a lot of the thoughts that I have on what leadership is and what it looks like. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I can't imagine what, and, th- and thank you for your service. Uh, yeah, it's a long you. time to be away from friends and family. Yeah, it is. It really is. Um, especially when you're there, you know, at least for me, I mean, you think about it a lot. You thought a lot about, you know, when you're going to get back home and what you would do and things like that. At the same time, you know, you're focused on your job and your mission and what you got to do uh, when you're there as well to to do that and to do it well and to do it safely. Yeah, yeah, I bet. Wait, um, so if somebody says, okay, hey, Nate, I want to I want to get better at leadership. I want to get better at self-leadership. You know, what are some What's something that somebody could start doing right now, today, maybe each day, just to improve how they do it? Yeah, I mean, there's a lot of different things you can do from study, right, reading books and and uh, or courses or whatever. But uh, again, when we talk about leading yourself at a high level, I think that does come down to who you are and the routines and rituals and habits that you have on a daily basis. And so, I think that's a great place to start. And I created you know i've ran like 100 mile races and when i signed up for my first one i didn't really have any experience in that area like i i didn't run a bunch of marathons prior to it or i wasn't a huge runner my entire life but or something about it that you know wondered if i could do it and through that process of training and doing the preparation i created kind of what i call the integrity bank and the integrity bank is really just becoming a person of your word and i think that's the like foundation of leadership is you know can you be counted on um are you going to be the type of leader when things are going great as you are when things are kind of feel like they're falling apart and so i think again the foundation of where that can start is is just by being your word and and 
and not just to others, but to ourselves. And so we do that by making deposits into our integrity bank every single day. I'm going to get up at a certain time. I'm going to work out every single day. I'm going to be home at a certain time. I'm going to, you know, I am going to study this book or listen to this podcast every single day as a part of just kind of my daily living uh, to be make myself a better person to continue to grow and to get better to to continue to be the example that I want and see in others and so we do that by you know making those deposits every single day because there's when you're not your word you, you're just making withdrawals and you know if you have a financial bank account you can't you make too many withdrawals with no money in the bank you, you're getting an overdraft fee and so a lot of people are overdrawn in their life because they're saying that they're going to be somewhere at a certain time. They're telling people that they're going to do something and they don't follow through. Um, and again, it all starts with us. If I can't expect to be my word to someone else, if I not my word first and foremost to myself, if I continue to break promises to myself. So start small, whatever it is, and make that promise to yourself that you're going to, today's the day that you're going to do it. You know, no matter what you've done in your past, start to make those deposits and slowly over time, you know, your balance will grow and you become more and more of a person of your word to the point where, you know, you tell somebody you're going to do it and they just know it's going to be done because of who you've been over a long period of time versus I think we've all known people where they've told us that they're going to do something and you're kind of shaking your head up and down like, yeah, oh, that's really cool. But in your, in your mind, you're like, there's no way they're going to do this because of who they've shown up to be. So oh, yeah, um, I think that's a big one. You know, when you when you're talking about personal leadership, is is that integrity bank? And and again, don't don't beat yourself up. Like no matter what you've done or who you've shown up as before, you can draw the line anytime and and just make the decision that today I'm going to start. Just just know that just because you've started making deposits into your integrity bank, like for a couple of days, don't expect the whole world to now just think that that's who you are. Right? Depending on the amount of debt that you have, you know, it might take a while for you to to build up the the equity in others for them to be like, all right, this change is real or this new version of Nate that I'm seeing is actually here to stay. So be committed. Got to get back. Got to get back to zero. Yeah. In right. some cases. Well, I'm so glad you brought that up because it's especially for somebody, like you said, it's never too late to start. But if you're an early career professional, an early career person in any role, you know, doing these little things, it won't feel, you won't see a drastic change right away. Right. But it's just this incremental stuff that builds on top of it that starts to build up your reputation, your brand, how people perceive you. And you won't even know the impact that you're having. But, you know, someday down the road, you know, you're looking for a job and maybe it's somebody you haven't talked to in 10 years. Once you reestablish that connection with that person, they remember. Yeah. Right. Totally. That stuff's in the 100%. bank. And uh, it's kind of like, you know, like, it's sort of like the inverse, right? Maybe you have unhealthy eating habits. Well, you know, you can go snack on a cheese it here or yeah. cheese it there and that, no big deal. But incrementally, that stuff starts to build up and that's when bad things happen. Yep. So it's those, it's that, it's a long game. Yeah. Right. Um, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. You never know who's watching and, and you never know when that next opportunity is going to arise. And, like you just said, it could, the opportunity could come years later. And that person that you're getting the opportunity from was there years later and has since moved on. And now because of how small the world really truly actually is, you put your paths cross again and they remembered who you were and how you showed up in the very beginning. And because of that, you built up that balance with them to the point where now there's this new opportunity that you're excited about that you have because you were doing things the right way when you didn't even think that anyone was watching or that it even mattered, right? Yeah. 
Yeah, that's so good. I um, I led a, a team of specialists or overlay type sales reps in a company for uh, you know for over five years, and I used to really uh, promote the you know the idea of the you know, your C to D ratio because you know, we weren't the direct owners of the accounts; we were working with a general account manager, and it was we were for better or for worse we were held on a higher pedestal. Um, you know, if we did good, it was what was expected. And if we didn't do good, you know, then everybody would blame the the specialist or get upset or say they weren't doing their job or whatever. And so I, you know, I always promoted the idea of, you know, if you say you're going to do something, do it. Your say to do ratio needs to be uh, love that. much higher than the general seller. You know, you just have to be better than they are. Yeah. Yeah. The say to do. I love that. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's kind of the integrity bank, right? I mean, it's, it's doing what you said you were going to do. And, uh, yeah, it's a, it's a, it can be a, a significant differentiator between, like you said, yourself and the competition or others. And it's not really difficult. You know, it's not easy, but it's, you know, it's, it's simple, right? We can all become people over word and follow through on what we say. And unfortunately that is a differentiator. Unfortunately, that's not necessarily the norm everywhere you go. Yeah. Yeah. So true. Well, Nate, as we uh, wrap it up, you know, we I often ask my guests, what does freedom mean to you? We're all working towards something. We're trying to achieve something. What are you working towards? Yeah, uh, that's a great question. I love, you know, the opportunity to just build a life that I really want to live, which you know, I have three kids and I'm married and, and um, you know, the, the flexibility to be able to, I guess, first of all, give maybe my, my children a life that I didn't have necessarily myself growing up. Not that I had a bad life, but you know, a little bit more opportunity experience. I think it's natural for all parents to probably want to give them their kids a little bit more than what they had. And, uh, and so, you know, money is definitely a factor to help you to be able to do that, but it's not like I have this dollar amount in mind that I want to go create more than just the life, living a life that that I've been able to design to do the things that I want to do when I want to do them essentially is, is freedom to me. Yeah. Yeah. Being intentional about it. I like it. Mm -hmm. Well, Nate, we will have your contact information in the show notes. Is there anything else that you'd like to highlight or shout out? Um, it, I mean, a great place to go for what I do and, and content that I put out there, programs that I have, services, things like that. I mean, everything's there. Social media is my website, natebailey.org. Bailey.org. Well, Nate, uh, again, thank you for your time today. Really good to catch up. Yeah, thanks for having me. Thanks again for joining us today. To get more sales and real estate tips, you can subscribe to our newsletter at hightechfreedom.com. You can also join our private Facebook and LinkedIn group that is exclusively for sales professionals. If you found a nugget of good information in the podcast, please subscribe, give us a positive rating and write a review. If there is a topic that you would like us to cover in the future, please send us a note through our website at hightechfreedom.com. Until next week, make this your best week ever.